Good evening. Today is Monday, April 22nd, 2019, and this is another edition of the Live at 545 Broadcast Podcast. I mean, you can find me on Facebook. I'm under Kimberly Hill. That's K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y-H-I-L-L. I do the video there live at 545. It's 545 p.m. Central Standard Time every Monday. And today we talked about waiting on the Lord. The Lord has really been dealing with me about this topic, about this subject, um, waiting on him, waiting with great faith, great patience, great integrity, and the grace of the Lord. And we're going to talk about it from the perspective of David. And as y'all know, David was anointed king at the age of, they say, 16 or 17, but he did not start reigning as king of Israel until the age of 30. Now, in between that time, he had Saul chasing him. Saul was jealous of him. After he defeated Goliath, the women were singing. They say Saul has slain his thousands, David his ten thousands. Mm -hmm. They would probably make any one mad. So we're going to talk about that waiting on the Lord. And y'all, we have to renew our strength and that's fine in Isaiah 40 and we will go there. But David, again, he was anointed king of Israel. Uh, when Saul was disobedient, Saul glorified himself more than the Lord. And Saul was also a people pleaser. And that put a bad taste in the Lord's mouth. He had to go ahead and get rid of Saul. And he told Samuel, he said, stop crying over Saul. Stop mourning over Saul, Samuel. He said, I have appointed someone else. So he took him. He led him to the house of Jesse, the Bethlehemite. And then Eliab came, the oldest son, and he went down to the youngest. Because each time the Lord kept telling Samuel, no, that's not the one. And so Samuel asked Jesse, he said, is there another son? Is there another child? And Jesse said, the one that's tending the sheep, hallelujah. And if we can look at that in layman's terms, the one who's not doing much, the one who's doing the menial task, the one who's doing a task that we really don't, don't represent, um, doesn't represent our legacy well, or so we would think. And sometimes you have to do menial tasks, little small things before you can get to the level of success that the Lord has prepared for you. But again, David was anointed king of Israel. But in between that time, Saul was jealous of and Saul, uh, an evil spirit came to torment Saul. And that spirit also tormented David. But one thing David never did. He never tried to outdo Saul. He never tried to uh, sit Saul down himself. He never sent an army or anything after Saul. He respected Saul's authority. He respected Saul's appointment from the Lord. In fact, if you go back to the book of Samuel, and I love the first uh, Samuel, second Samuel, second Samuel is all talking about David. But there came a time when the battle got so intense, there was a battle going on and Saul was involved in this battle. And he and his, I believe it was two sons were killed. Well, Saul was gravely injured. And he told his servant, he said, kill me so they don't get a hold of me because they were going to do grotesque things to him. He was a king. They were going to get him, you know, just as much as his death. They were going to put him to death. Probably ain't no, no telling how many times they were going to really deal with him. But he said, kill me. And the servant was afraid and the servant wouldn't do it. So Saul fell upon his own sword. And when the servant saw that Saul was dead, he fell upon his sword. But there was a man who went to David and David asked him, the man came running up and David said, how goeth the battle? How's the battle going? And the man told him, Saul is dead. And he said, well, how do you know that Saul is dead? And the man told a bold faced lie. 
He said, because I came across him when he was injured and wounded, and he told me to kill him. Mm -hmm. And when David heard that, something came over David, and he said, who are you that you would have the nerve to touch the Lord's anointed? And so he told his men, he told one of his men, he said, fall upon him. And they fell upon that man David's servant fell upon the man who said he was an Amalekite. It's in 2 Samuel 1 and 15. David called one of the young men and said, Go near and fall upon him. And he smote him that he died. And David said unto him, Thy blood be upon thy head, for thy mouth had testified against thee, saying, I have slain the Lord's anointed. Mm -hmm. So David did not appreciate that. David didn't touch Saul, even though David had opportunities to get rid of Saul to kill Saul. Uh, remember one time they were in, Saul was in the cave using the restroom and they went and cut off a piece of Saul's robe. And then another time the Lord had caused a deep sleep to fall upon Saul and his men and Saul was sleeping in, they were in the same vicinity, but Saul was in a part by himself and the sword was at his head and his cup was there. And David had someone go in and they took Saul's cup and Saul's sword. I'm talking about right beside the man. And he presented it to them later. And he said, look, he said, where are the men that are supposed to be protecting Saul? And he was pretty much saying, Saul, I could have killed you when I had the chance. But he never would touch Saul because David did things, like I said, with integrity, with faith, with patience, and with grace, waiting on the Lord, waiting on the Lord. And so in between that time, here we go. Um, David was anointed. They put him as Judah's king. Mm -hmm. He was Judah's king for seven and a half years. And then in between that time, Abner anointed Ishbosheth, a son of Saul, to be king over Israel. Things happen. Joab kills Abner. Then Ishbosheth really gets scared. He was like a wuss. He was lazy. He was slothful. And he knew that his time was drawing nigh. Ishbo said she had messed around. Like I said, he was lazy. And I believe he might have been depressed or something about things that were going on. He didn't know how to lead. He really didn't. And he was in bed, they said, at the noon hour. And two men came in and killed Ishbo Sheth and cut off his head. And these two men took his head to David. And as I mentioned in Sunday school yesterday, I can just see David's eyes becoming big as plates and saucers when he saw them carrying there's not only a king, but the son of the king that he honored. And just as he told him, he said, the thing I did for the man that he said he that who said he killed Saul, he said, you won't escape it either. And he had those men killed as well. And it's in Second Samuel 4 and 11. He said, for go to verse 10. When one told me, saying, Behold, Saul is dead, thinking to have brought good tidings, I took hold of him. And slew him in Ziglag, who thought that I would have given him a reward for his tidings. How much more when wicked men have slain a righteous person in his own house upon his bed, shall I not therefore now require his blood of your hand and take you away from the earth? And David commanded his young men, and they slew them, and cut off their hands and their feet, and hanged them up over the pool in Hebron. But they took the head of Ishbosheth and buried it in the sepulcher of Abner in Hebron. So David was letting them know, look, y'all didn't do me any favors and you sure didn't do yourself a favor. He was letting them know that the kingdom was going to be established through him. But the ways that they were doing it, thinking, oh, we killed your adversary, David. David didn't need help from any man. He didn't even do it himself. 
and he sure didn't need some wicked men's help. Like he said, they killed the man when the man was asleep in his own bed. A dishonorable thing that they, is what they did. And David let him know, I don't appreciate that. So then in 2 Samuel 5, David becomes king over Israel. And 2 Samuel 5 and 4 says, David was 30 years old when he began to reign and he reigned over Israel 40 years. So David was anointed and chosen to be Israel's king at the age of 16 or 17. At the age of 21 or 22, he becomes king of Judah. He reigns seven and a half years. Then at the age of 30, he becomes the rightful king of Israel. Not only becomes the king, he starts to reign as the king of Israel. And 2 Samuel 5 and 12 says, And David perceived that the Lord had established him king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for his people Israel's sake. All for the cause of the Lord, all for the Lord's plans to prevail. And even though sometimes we don't understand why the Lord does things the way that he does and why sometimes things may take a little longer than some other things. Remember, he is the Lord. He knows way more than us. Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55 and 8 says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. Verse 9, for as the heavens are, high, are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. The Lord knows more than we will ever know. Remember, he's omnipotent. He has all power. He's omniscient. He's all knowing and he's omnipresent. He's everywhere all at the same time. And so in 2 Samuel Five and twelve, it says David perceived again. I said that the Lord had established him as king over Israel. So then, let's go to Matthew six and thirty-three. Matthew six and thirty-three. God established David for His people Israel. Matthew six and thirty-three. And I said earlier that every Christian, when people become Christians, we should all be taught at least this as a basic scripture. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. It's all. For the cause of God's kingdom is all for Christ. Hallelujah. It is all for the cause of God's kingdom. And it's all for Christ. Hallelujah. We have to encourage ourselves in the Lord. In the first Samuel in Ziglag, David and his men had come back to Ziglag and the city was burnt up. And the men, I mean the children, the women, they were gone. Everybody was gone. These uh, people had came in and terrorized them and had taken them away. And David, you think his men would have said, oh, David, let's go get him. But instead, they were so grieved. And they said they cried till they couldn't cry anymore, all of them, including David, that they spoke of stoning David afterward. They spoke of stoning David. But David, in 1 Samuel 30 and 6, he encouraged himself in the Lord. He didn't start hollering at the men. You know, he didn't take our running. He didn't get discouraged. He encouraged himself in the Lord. And that's what we have to do. People, we people of God, we have to encourage ourselves in the Lord. And I imagine David had to have encouraged himself many a times in the Lord. Like I said, anointed to be king of Israel at a tender age, but it wasn't until 13, 14 years later when he was able to rightfully step into that role. And when I say rightfully, he didn't try to be underhanded. He didn't try to, like I say, I always say, walk over anybody, anybody's back. I heard Dr. Tony Evans say, Make sure that your ladder of success, make sure you're on the right ladder and it's leaning against the right wall. Hallelujah. The right ladder and it's leaning against the right wall. And let's go to 1 Samuel 
Mm, we read that one. Let's go to Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40. And I could just read Isaiah 30, 40 and 31, but I'm going to start at 40 and 28. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is weary. Hallelujah. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Wait upon the Lord. Lord the Lord has better things for us. He knows what's being bypassed when we have to wait. He knows what will come to us if we don't wait. Wait on the Lord. His plans, his thoughts, and his ways are much higher than what we could ever conceive. Y'all be blessed, stay encouraged, and wait on the Lord.